Green is cooking up some fresh content. Oh. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. You see what we have on the grill. We got some good content for oh people. Oh, my God. That smells fire, bro. It smells fire. What season you use? Matt, season <laughs> four? Question mark. Season four? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, y'all. Clowns. <laughs> All right, but yeah, welcome to the barbecue, everybody. Um, this is episode two, season season four. Yeah, so um, we're going to get started today. Today is, is Sunday. It's Sunday. And um, so... The Lord's Day. It's the Lord's Day. And the Lord says, there's this, the Lord says... This is a loose translation from one of the chapters, one of the verses. The Lord says, listen to music all the time. So, you know, we take that very seriously here. Um, so listen to music all the time. And thinking of some songs that dropped recently, albums that dropped recently, I'm thinking about, you know, my boy Bryson Tiller finally dropped something else. What do you guys think about music, of music that just dropped? Um, Kareem, you go first. Well, you know, you th what do I think about the Bryson Tiller track or just in general? What songs that, well, what's dropped recently that you, you know, heard about? Man, you know, there's this fire album, mixtape, whatever you want to call it out right now by the homie Big Sean from Detroit. It's actually well, called Two, I believe. Detroit Two. Detroit Two. Yes, indeed. And, uh, you know, he just dropped it and Guess what, guys? It's already at number one, so you know it's fire. I still gotta get a good listen into it, but we all know what it's. <laughs> we know it's from Big Sean, so it's gonna be fire. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um. My queen. My. I don't even know how to describe her. The queen that is not of this earth. My guardian angel of music. The woman who changed my life forever. This is a is back baby she released she released a song which hopefully will turn into either an album or an ep but it's hit different and it's basically two different songs but they flow so effortlessly into each other you just know and you are well reminded that she's the queen period this is very true so circling back to Bryson Tiller's song. So have you guys heard it? Inhale? Yeah. I have not. Bryson Tiller. That's a that's a different one. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, the song <laughs> The song, it was the intro's long. I don't I don't know if he's an artist that like, you know, has long intros to his songs. I I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I know there are probably some artists that just, you know, 45 seconds of the beat, and they're like, oh, wait, yeah, I'm recording right now. You know, it's hop on whenever. But, you know, Bryson, he did that for this song. I'm not mad at him because the instrumental is, you know, inspired, whatever. But um, I will say there was one part of the song where it kind of, like, slowed down. And it was cool, whatever, but overall, it wasn't... It was an okay single. I'll say that. The one he dropped, I want to say, I think it's been almost a year. 
Um, I like that one a lot better. Let me look at the title of it. Really the TikTok one? Don't. The, not, oh, no, 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 no. That was. That was a single, right? Am I wrong? That was, it was a single, but it was off of, um, oh, Blame. The song's called Blame. Ah. Yeah, the song's called Blame. It's short, but it was, it's beautiful. Like, I love that song so much. So I was kind of expecting, you know, something along those lines. And then also, he's been getting a lot of, you know, heat on Twitter about not dropping music. Him and SZA, actually. And it's so crazy. They dropped on the same day. Finally dropped some singles. Um, it's actually, I don't know if you guys have seen the um, the meme of that girl. And she's, like, on the TikTok green screen. And she was like, what did she say? Bryson Tiller? SZA. That's crazy. She's going through this whole conspiracy theory about how they haven't dropped music then. You know, Brad Pitt and Ben Stiller somehow have something to do with it. Okay. Illuminati <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah, no. And then Bryson was like, oh, like he caught us. Like, <laughs> jig is up. Ah. But, um, but for real, for real, I, I'd give, I'd give the song about. Seven out of ten. So it was good. I wasn't super impressed based off of the last single he dropped. Mm. But I am happy because I'm assuming that this means an album is coming. I don't know how soon because I think there was a big gap between the the single Blame and this one Inhale that he just dropped. And he's been tweeting a lot like, oh, I have all these, I have all these um, unreleased music, you know, all these unreleased, all these unreleased songs, whatever. It's like cool, like yeah. drop them, bro. Like, you yeah. want to get paid? <laughs> I don't know why artists like brag about that. That's not something to brag about. Like, right? I, I, I mean, listen. Here's my thing: is that if you make music and you keep it to yourself, I'm not gonna be able to tell you whether it's like good or not. Like, I mm -hmm. I like to. It's like a y'all know what like Schrodinger's boxes, where it's like. The, there's like a cat in a box and the cat is both like dead and alive because you can't open the box and see if the cat's mm. alive or dead so it's both at the same time that music is both good and awful until you release it so it's like the true. point of hoarding it and being like oh this is so good <laughs> you know <laughs> that was kind of so much unreleased music dude it's so much unreleased music like you don't even know like cool <laughs> like I don't care <laughs> Like, let me know so I can tell you whether it's good or not. Right. But, I mean, I feel like when it comes to certain artists, like, if they wait a while, they can drop new music, and it's, like, it's either good or bad. Like, it's a 50-50 thing. Like, I think of, I think of Lil Wayne, because <laughs> waited a while, and then he dropped that whole album, and nobody listened to it. <laughs> no but the funeral or Lil Wayne, yeah. And it wasn't like not good, but it wasn't not bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, I I tried listening to it. No, that's not a hit, bro. But um, at the same time, like Frank Ocean will take like twenty years, and Man. every time you listen to his music, it's like a religious experience. Anything he drops is gold. Anything he yeah. drops is gold. I don't care. Mm. I think the difference is, though, Frank Ocean, like, we won't even know he's working on music. Yeah. Like, he he literally moves in silence. 
Like the definition of moving silence is Frank Ocean or Beyonce, one of the two. Yeah. Like, oh, he dropped a whole album, huh? The Bryson Tiller is like, oh, like I have stuff coming. Like you guys are gonna, it's it's coming. It's gonna be here really. Like it's coming, guys. <laughs> My thing is that um, Beyonce. I feel like when you when artists move in silence, like Beyonce and Frank Ocean are like the polar opposites of each other. Where Beyonce's got all this PR about it, and she waits until it drops, and then the PR comes. Whereas like the PR would usually come before. Mm. But Frank Ocean has like nothing he's like just <laughs> his art and that's like that terrifies me and also is like so impressive because he also doesn't do interviews about it about his music so you don't know like shit about his creative process which is crazy yeah, he's money off the streams though because his yeah. he's probably just sitting there going up while he, he doesn't have to do much just getting paid the dream, <laughs> truly. I don't think I've ever seen an ad for like a Frank Ocean album. No, maybe. Like I've seen. Say, go ahead. I was gonna say maybe around the time when like it dropped, maybe, but like, yeah, nah. Yeah. Like I can't tell you how many times I've seen uh, ads for the Tap In remix with the Baby, yeah. um, Jack Harlow and Post Malone. I'm like, this song came out like a month ago, like, yeah. and it's it's cool, but like. Y'all paid a lot to get this on Twitter. Yeah. Like, why? Why is this? Why did y'all pay so much just to remake a song that's already out? But um, I feel like the PR for Frank Ocean's music is just people being like, "Oh my God, Frank Ocean dropped this song!" Yeah. Everybody's like, "What?" And we run to go listen to it collectively, and it's like it doesn't matter if you like it or if you don't like it. It's just like the awe of him actually making music again just brings you to his music and then later you decide but he's already rich you know by the time you've formed your opinion he's already got his check true so yeah um yeah do we want to talk about big sean's album i know that you haven't really gotten a good listen to it but what is your like first impression green well all i gotta say is i'm pretty excited only because big sean is actually one of my favorite artists um it's like he every now and then he'll like probably give me the feeling like uh, maybe I don't really like him like that. But it was actually one day this year, actually, when uh, I took a visit to Chicago uh, with Sydney and she started like playing these Big Sean songs. I'm like, you know, I didn't really listen to his uh, the way he the way he spits. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he articulates well is is everything is is. It's great. So I was actually pretty anticipating um, this next project. And yeah, he actually delivered as of what I've been hearing. Can't wait to actually give it a good listen. But uh, I believe um, it's called Detroit 2 because he had Detroit 1 back in 2012. So, you know, it's been a minute since he released, you know, anything off of the Detroit series. But I've heard he also had a lot of good features. There's this one song that's on there that's like a uh, cipher with a lot of Detroit rappers and artists. Uh, not not really too familiar with a lot of Detroit artists myself, but I heard it was great for the home. So, so. <laughs> great for the homies. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it, though. Yeah, and it's at number one currently. So good job, good job, good job, Big Sean. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm trying to think. I 
Go ahead. So I know he's watching right now, so good job. Good job, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, Sid? Um, oh, okay. So about that album, I think I only have, like, I haven't gotten a good listen myself. I literally only listen to the songs that have Janae, um, Aiko on them because 2088. I could write a whole dissertation on their impact on R&B because first of all, I really, I truly, truly believe that they, they started like this. I don't know if, you know, visual albums were a thing, you know, before in past generations, but I'm pretty sure they had the first like visual, one of the first visual albums, like they kind of like started that when their album dropped. Cause I think theirs came out and then um, Beyonce's Lemonade came out. Mm. So yeah, and their vision, it was just everything about it. Like, like their minds, like what? Like the theme was, it was like a futuristic theme and had robots in it and stuff. That's besides the point. But you know, it was, it was good. That, al- that album that they dropped before, no skips, only eight songs, no skips at all like the 2088 yeah you see the visual that the visual yes no they they snap and they keep saying like oh yeah we're gonna make music we're gonna make another album again where's the album i was what in high school when the first one dropped and i'm out of college so (laughs) i'm just i'm just curious but um yeah no but both songs that they had on there together amazing they've been on repeat body language and timing amazing <laughs> amazing oh good with me anything else on big sean before we go to SZA and how she changed my life in quarantine take it away rich take it away oh my god did you guys see the music video for this she directed it, yes. No, she's fire. Crazy. I love it so much. And her outfits, her dancers, like, just, I didn't know that a junkyard could be so, like, so chic, you know? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> damn, dude. And I haven't even gotten into, like, my, um, like, my literary analysis of the music video, I haven't even watched it again to even start like making connections like that. But just, uh, she's beautiful. Um, I keep thinking of all this like stills that are going around Twitter from that music video and the song itself, just like one of those songs that just was like pulled from my mind. And I was like, I relate to this song so dearly because it's just like, it's about like two people who are separated right now and you know with everybody in quarantine apart from people that are literally like married or like pseudo married that live together like everybody's like oh I wish I could my bae or my crush (laughs) I don't necessarily feel that way but my love language is physical touch so you know I'm that's a hard time for you yeah, it's been a really hard time. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say. It was just so good. And I like the fact that I love it when songs are like, I love songs that are like 
multiple songs in one. I'm not really sure how that trend started, but somebody should do like a thesis on that. <laughs> Definitely single mode, Travis Scott, he started that whole thing. Um, well, but... I don't know about that because um, Good Kid, Mad City. True. Two songs in one. So I see your point, but <laughs> I raise you, uh, what is it? Good Kid, Mad City. One Kendrick. <laughs> yeah, one Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> But speaking of Travis Scott, I guess we'll take that as a segue into our next set of topics. Um, and I'll just the topics. Yeah, the pop. We're bringing you the pop culture now. But um, at some point, I'll have like a cute animation that's like pop. <laughs> right now, I'll just get to the pop culture. But um, so I'll start with my topic since we just mentioned Travis Scott. But uh, so McDonald's is giving out sicko meals instead of Happy Meals now. So, now are they really called sicko meals? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I think Twitter. It's called like a cactus jack or something. Okay. Jack meal. I don't know, but I haven't tried it yet. My plan was to go try it at some point this next week. Um. So I guess I'll film it and let you know how it is um but uh oh my god y'all the memes the memes are crazy apparently you're supposed to go to mcdonald's and say like cactus jack sent sent me or something like that but i don't think like that the mcdonald's employees know that because like yeah the one i was telling you guys about earlier he did that and they were like huh (laughs) (laughs) well explain what you were saying earlier Oh, so this dude went up to, if you could put the the video in here, that'd be cool. But um, this dude went up to the window and he was like, Cactus Jack sent me. And they were like, he was like, oh, Cactus Jack sent me. And they, they still didn't get it. She said, oh, I, I want a Travis Scott meal. She was like, oh, okay, what do you want to drink? And the meal literally comes like with a Sprite. And he was like, oh, like, Sprite, of course. Like, why would you even ask me that? Like, Just got over here as quick as I could. Cactus Jack sent me. Could at least put, like, Astroworld on a mask or something. Could I get the uh, Travis Scott meal, please? Oh, I'm so excited. Getting goosebumps just thinking about it. You here for the Travis Scott burger? I mean, I already have butterflies in my stomach. Really? Yeah, it's like the butterfly effect he talks about, you know? <laughs> just a, a lot of things not catching on. People driving up to the, the window, blasting sicko mode. Like, that's his only song. Um, which is definitely not, definitely not as, like, at least blast Mama Sita, like. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Even, even Butterfly Effect. Not that good, but it's better than Sicko Mode. Sicko Mode. Less played. Has anybody, uh, seen any interesting memes besides the Young Mantis or whatever? I saw someone, like, they ripped off the... The Cactus Jacks. Oh, hold on. I'm so sorry. I just hooked my phone up. Just... Oh, my God. Okay. They, like, these kids ran up to the McDonald's window and just ripped off the sign because it had Travis Scott stuff on it. It's like, you can't just take a sign. Like, they just took it and ran away and got in the car and drove off. I'm like, bro, someone took the time to put that up. You're yeah. just going to take it? Right. <laughs> I know we're Gen Z technically too, but Gen Z can scare me. 
Like, kids are 13. scare me. And my sister's 13, and she kind of scares me sometimes. Low-key. They make me feel so old, like... Yeah, you have, I like, thought I was young up until, like, a week ago, and then I realized I'm not <laughs> anymore. Yeah, like, my... Like, just watching kids, like, steal shit or, like, do shit that they could get hurt, like, it just makes my knees hurt now. <laughs> I'm, like, lower back. Like, I'm just, like, I don't think I could get my leg that high. Like, I don't know. But, <laughs> um, but, yeah, in other pop culture news, who wants to go next? Green. Well, uh, 6-9. Update. Just- Last time, uh, last time we spoke about six nine Barbara QEs, uh, we knew that he was on a whole trolling rampage, a uh, troll tour, if you would like to call it. Uh, he was just going to world two, world four. Yeah, like a trolling. <laughs> yeah, they got it. But yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna put it a laugh track because I was weak. <laughs> uh, so funny. Last time. Uh, we spoke about it, you know, he was doing that, going to people's cities and trolling them. This time, you know, we all knew that the reason he was doing all of that was because he had a project coming out. Uh, even right before the project could even come out, uh, he was claiming the people that he was trolling that even if they were to drop music, he would sell way more the first week. And uh, well, he dropped Trolls, the project, in the first week's album sales were below 90k uh he flopped super hard uh right now he's on social media trying to like cry and like hand out like cds he's like telling calling out billboards saying they don't know how to you know track things and this and that and it's just like wow wow he's going out pretty sad right now so uh it's sad but hey <laughs> to see that's you. karma yeah, don't be a piece of shit, and maybe your music will sell. <laughs> That's karma. It's tough. But Jesus. Yeah. You know, I saw he accused Spotify of not putting one of his, like, any of his music in the new music playlist, and it was, like, very clearly there. And Spotify, like, they circled it, or someone circled it, it was like, it's right here, like, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I mean... I live to watch that guy flop. I live for it. <laughs> Ugh, gross. Jesus. You said less than 90K? Less than 90K, I believe. I want to know who bought, like, what type of person buys a Takashi 69 album? Like, yeah. I can't even, like, a Takashi 69 fan, like, starter pack. I can't even, like, describe, like, what they look like, what they wear, what they... They probably drink Mountain Dew or something like that, but... <laughs> Mountain Dew. <laughs> like, what? Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> cool Ranch Doritos. Not, like, Cool Ranch Doritos. Like, Cool Ranch Fritos. Oh, ugh, that's, that's definitely <laughs> worse. <laughs> They're the person. Yeah, or like the weird like honey mustard lays or whatever. <laughs> the spicy the spicy lays. <laughs> but um yeah. Fuck that guy. That's all I gotta say. <sighs> but yeah, speaking of other tragic deaths. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> that one. Let me say it again. Speaking of other tragic deaths. Dun dun dun! Wait, yes. the Kardashians. Yes. So unfortunately, after let me look up how many seasons they've had because the show's been on forever, forever. It feels like how many seasons? Okay, the first episode date was in two thousand and seven. Two thousand and seven. I was. I was young. I don't even know what grade I was. I'm not even going to try to guess what grade I was in. They've had 18 seasons, 256 episodes, plus five specials. First of all, what, like, a Christmas special of a reality TV show sounds weird. Like, I can't even, like, that sounds so unnatural. Like, I don't know what kind of specials they've had. But that's a lot of episodes. They, they've had cameras around them for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. That's a long time to just basically, like, I know the care, like, obviously, like, we don't know every single detail about their life. Yeah. Because, you know, people have certain things that they just don't tell the public. Yeah. But people, like, I feel like we know enough, like, we know a lot of things about them. And I don't even watch the show like that. And I feel like I know more about them than I should. Like, <laughs> they're regular people. I mean, now they've, you know, they've been able to use their platform to some degree to, you know, help people. But initially, like, it's like, why are you famous? Like, what did you do? But yeah, no. So I was just thinking, like, why they would stop the show, like, right now out of all the time. Yeah. But um I really wonder like how much, if at all, it had to do with like Kanye. Cause he's getting a lot of bad press. And the Kardashians are like they they hold very few things in like very high regard as their reputation. Mm, very true. So I wonder like how much or how little Kanye has had an effect on that. Cause I know that him and Chris are like have like a weird love hate relationship. That's true. But yeah, true. I mean, you were saying before Sid, like the kids too. Oh yeah, no, my math was way off a second ago. I said twenty three years, <laughs> thirteen years. Is that my math correct, Matt? Now that one, thirteen years. Okay, yes, thirteen years. Um, that's a long time. Like, are you laughing at me? <laughs> Wow, that was actually, I don't know how I didn't catch that. Yeah, Loki, <laughs> but no. You can edit that out, you can edit that out. <laughs> okay. All right, so yes, 13 years around cameras. That means that some of their kids have, you know, I think actually, like they were in the room, I think when one of Courtney's kids was born or something like that, the cameraman, like the kid was literally like, he was he <laughs> she gave birth to him in front of the cameraman like wow. the is not... episode two where that facebook poster is like james get dina coochie off facebook <laughs> no like these kids have literally like grown up and the camera's right in their face like they're gonna 
wake up. And they probably just sit down and have like a whole conversation. Be like, yeah, the cameraman's not coming back anymore. They're like, well, well, why? Like, he's been here all this time. Like, the cameraman's probably a mentor for some of these kids. Like, yeah. he knows all my good sides. No, literally. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, like, I'm trying to think how many of the kids are like still really young. I'm pretty sure like most of them are still really young. So, um. I think the only one that really has like grown kids is uh, Courtney. Yeah, and I think her younger oldest son was like, I think I remember seeing an episode, he was like, you know, being born. He yeah. came out of her womb. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my God. But no, like, that just shows that like these people, like, they're. Hmm. I just want to like really get into the Kardashians but I don't know how important that is to this episode but at the same time it's like they're like best and worst has been just like all on camera like I'm thinking about that like most recent fight that Kim and Courtney had that caused Courtney to like quit the show where Kim like straight up like almost punched her like do you remember this okay I'm gonna I'll like edit in a clip of it or something but yeah like on and I only know this because a uh, friend of ours and friend of the barbecue, Juliana, like, Juliana. To my house for spring break. She made me watch some of the Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And I just remember one episode where um, Courtney, like, I don't remember what happened. I think it was something like Courtney called her selfish or something Courtney called Kim selfish and so they like full-on were like like Courtney I think went to or Kim went to push Courtney playfully and Kim straight up was like don't play with me like I'll fuck you up because Courtney got all defensive and so they're like oh you'll fuck me up like I'll fuck you up and then they start <laughs> each other and like pulling their hair and then Kim like took a seat for a second but then she got up and was like all right and she just like chased Courtney down this hallway and like straight up like punched her like I don't know like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna try to find this clip and screen share it. I'm dead. <laughs> okay, hold on. But um, no, guys. What are like some? While I try to find this clip, what are some like memorable scenes from the Kardashians that kind of just stick out your head or stick out in your mind? Um, like whether that's a meme or like a full episode that you've watched. Mine is definitely that fight. <laughs> Kareem, you wanna go first? No, go ahead. I don't watch this show like that. You've never watched the episode? I've never watched the episode. Like the only time it's been on like it's been on when like I'm cleaning up or something, fighting in the house is watching it, but I've never watched the Kardashian episode. Wow. Uncultured. Well now's the time to stream it. You gotta watch all of it, Kareem. You said I gotta watch all of it? Yeah, because now it's gonna be gone forever. Yeah. It probably, won't. probably won't. It's gonna be streaming somewhere, like Yeah. They they gotta still make their coin, you know. It's whoever gets that on their like streaming platform, I kn I know that they're probably gonna pay like a lot of money, like office, like the office money to like get it on their platform. I feel like Netflix is gonna get it for some reason. 
Well, doesn't Hulu have it right now? Do they really? I think so. And you know what I just found out the other day is that Hulu is actually owned by ABC. So technically, oh. the Kardashians are Disney characters. <laughs> oh, this is true. This Disney Channel. This is true. <laughs> okay, but I found this. I found this thing. So we're going to try to screen share and see if this will work. Okay. Mm. Oh, shit. I got to do all this fancy stuff on my computer. Hold up. But, Sydney, what's your oh, favorite? favorite. My favorite scene. I would say it's my favorite, but one of them, I actually have a couple, I feel like, member of memorable, you know, parts from the show. Mm-hmm. But definitely, um, I lost my earrings in the ocean. I lost my diamond earrings. And then I forgot, I think it was Chloe was like, or it might have been, I think it was probably Courtney. I don't know why Courtney and Kim have beef. But she was like, there's kids dying in Africa, Kim. <laughs> so I feel like that was, that's definitely one that sticks out. Okay, notice the title. Very informative. <laughs> like they're straight up like brawling. And even Chloe's like my daughter is sleeping on the bed, like five feet from them. <laughs> that knee. And you know, I'm not really one to egg on fights of family, but I would have probably instigated a little bit more because you know, it was just a little, <laughs> it was a little, uh, little taps. <laughs> the taps. The taps. Well, my thing is that um, she's saying like, oh, don't dig your nails in me, but as someone who has had like those fake nails like the acrylic nails like it kind of hurts to like use them so i'm just surprised that like they <laughs> even like use their nails in fights but i guess when you have like so few weapons you have to like kind of be resourceful but yeah no my favorite part was her getting kneed by Kim's like leather pants, which like you know leather pants is not that flexible. So you know Kim <laughs> really had to like work her core muscles to get that leg up. Mm-hmm. They really don't like each other. That's mm-hmm. sad, but they you know because they fight in front of cameras. You know that there's some some tension if you fight in front of cameras. Or either that, or they're just like so comfortable around cameras, they don't mind like being like problematic. Yeah, yeah 13 years around cameras. Yeah. That's, 
God. And like Courtney apparently like her like Courtney and Kim like haven't really spoken since. I don't wow. know if it's still true, but like I remember in May, like because this fight happened like beginning of April, I think. And um in May, Courtney like came out and was like, Oh yeah, like me and Kim are non speaking terms, which like things could be different now, but I don't know for sure. As siblings. That's our siblings. And Courtney like quit the show too, so I'm sure like Kim being like, Oh well, keeping up with Kardashians is coming to an end. Courtney's like, Well, what the fuck? Like what's the point <laughs> of quitting if everybody quits? <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's the reason. Maybe. I don't maybe know. she did despite her. Mm. That's tea. That's pipe. That's... <sighs> but yeah, I mean, Kardashians suck. But <laughs> is there anything else that happened that was interesting this week? I can't remember. Mizzou getting dragged in the timeline oh every day. God. Every day. This is ridiculous, guys. Like, they not feeding those kids. It's sad. No, and like the way the RAs are being treated too, and even just like Res Life staff, like they're literally just sending students as like the front line against COVID, which like none of these kids are med school people. So come on now. And yeah. I'm trying to think. Let me my Twitter. Oh, did you guys see? I don't know if y'all are super into science fiction, but did y'all see the Dune trailer with Zendaya and Timothy Chalamet? I I saw the, it was like the, oh, the trailer's coming tomorrow. I didn't see the actual one, but I saw the trailer for the trailer. You guys have to watch it. It's going to be so good, guys. Like, the, I actually have the book, like, right behind me. Like, the old-ass book. Like, it's pretty thick. <laughs> but Jesus. the movie is going to be so good. It's got Oscar Isaac, it's got Zendaya, it's got Jason Momoa. Oh my god, it's gonna be great. Wow, that sounds like an all-star cast. Yeah, and basically this book is like, um, I don't know if it came before Star Wars, but it was one of the first like book to, um, it was the first like sci-fi movie to get really big as like a franchise that started as a book that was like a very roundabout way of explaining it but hopefully that made sense but i go into space yeah like the the concept is that like earth is like dying and so like humans like start creating governments on like other planets and there's like this drug that you find on one planet which is the planet called dune and it, it gives you like the ability to like see the future and like um what else like read people's thoughts and have like telekinetic abilities and um hold space too which is crazy because i don't know if y'all i forget what movie they explain it in but basically like folding space is like this idea in science fiction where like you can travel from point a to point b by like folding the distance in half oh. So you don't have to move, like the distance around you just like folds on itself. It's crazy. But that's what this book is about and it's gonna be wild. That sounds like a dope movie. Yeah, it's basically like, cause this movie, they made a movie about this in like the early 90s. And it was pretty cool, but it was very like old effects and looks very like dated now. 
but it's basically like the technology that this book like used has finally like caught up with the book, if that makes sense. So it's really cool to see it in like 2020. But it's also still scheduled to be released in theaters, which at this point, I don't know what to say because I'm like, look guys, we're probably not gonna be safe to go to theaters in December. And I'm like so excited for this movie, but if they're only gonna release it in theaters, then I guess I'm not gonna see it. Yeah, no, I I think Tenet is released, was released in theaters too. That's not doing well in the box office because nobody's going. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you should have released it on Netflix or something. Like, but that's the thing too is that um, Mulan's not doing well either because they're boycotting it. Which oh wait, why are they boycotting it? Oh, girl. Okay. <laughs> More rants with Rachel. Um, so basically, um, okay, this is like a very, it's going to be a long story. But um, so there's this like ethnic group in China called the Uyghurs, and they're basically like Chinese Muslims. And they're mm-hmm. being kept in concentration camps in um, Jijing, China, which is like a northern province. Um, and basically, they're just being forced to do lots of labor and whatnot. So, like, the NBA gets merchandise from them. Nike gets shoes from them. Like, a lot of really big fashion labels get work from them. And it's just, like, really inhumane. And so, um, the actress who plays Milan, right after she was publicly announced to be, like, casted as Milan, she tweeted about the situation going on in Hong Kong with the democracy protests. Um, and she was in support of the police, which they, as is happening in America, were being very violent towards protesters. And she was like, oh, she basically was like, do lives matter. And <laughs> that's kind of a whole thing. But um, so then at the credits in Swan, after the movie was over, the Disney, Disney or whatever, basically thanked um, the province of China that's keeping all the Uyghurs in the concentration camps at like the end of, you know, cause like at the end of movies, mm-hmm. like, oh, thanks to the city of Georgia for letting us film or the city of Atlanta. They basically were like, thanks, thank you for giving me, us all your Uyghurs <laughs> for labor. And they publicly thanked, like, the government of that province that was holding all the Uyghurs hostage. So people are boycotting it because basically that, it's, like, that's just proof that they use, like, forced labor of Muslim uh, people who are being held against their will to make this movie. So <laughs> it's, like, a whole thing. But it's kind of messed up. Like, once you get into it, and the more you learn about it, the more you just, like, wow. Like, people really sucks. Especially the big capitalists, you know? Jeez. Yeah. Not to get deep, but it's pretty deep. <laughs> but yeah. Just to lighten things up, I guess. <laughs> we could talk about um shit, what's something funny that happened this week? Um uh, uh, well, uh, what is Zach? You said what? What's his back? 
I don't know. We care about sports on this podcast. Sports, sports. No, I was watching the clip the Clipper game earlier, so I do care about sports. Um, um I don't know how in tune you guys are with football. I'm not super in tune with it, but um, I watched the Buccaneers game, and it was like their debut with Tom Brady as their quarterback. And they lost so bad. <laughs> they lost like 14 to 30 or whatever. And this man was like in charge of a dynasty in football. I don't know how many freaking championships he had as a Patriot, but as a Buccaneer, he's not doing great. So. Man, yeah, I'm not a huge, huge football person. Yeah. But how was the Clippers game? <laughs> <laughs> It it feels like it feels like being a Bulls fan sometimes. Well, when I was not saying I'm not a Bulls fan, but like I don't keep up with them anymore. I I mess with the team, you know, way back when they had Derrick Rose, um, Joakim Noah, um, oh my God, what's his name? It's an African dude. I forgot his name, but Jimmy Butler on that squad. Um, but now. They, I can't, I can't name a player. I can't even tell you who the head coach is for the Bulls now. Clippers though, Doc Rivers though, they got Kawhi, they got um, Paul George, Patrick Beverly. Um, I think Joe Kim on this team too, but I haven't seen him play a lot. He he got some like a one year contract or something like that. But basically, they they went into this second series right. They went up, they went to the game, I think, two days ago. They were up 3-1 in the series. Why, after today's game, the series is tied 3-3 and they have to go into a game seven? I'm like, you guys, the ball is literally in your court. Like, literally. Dang. I know I'm being dramatic about it, but it's because, you know, I'm watching the game, I'm like, man... I knew within the first like 20 seconds, I'm like, they're gonna lose because they were being so careless with the ball. One guy literally, I think Patrick Beverly like, literally threw the ball out of bounds at one point. Oh gosh. I was like, wow, all right, true, true. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite part of the sports is all the like, like the, I don't know if they do this with basketball anymore, but they do this with football. And they're trying it out, and it's not great. But they, like, have, like, the pre-recorded, like, crowd noises. And yes. you just hear people, like, screaming things, and you're just like, that person is not real. <laughs> like, why did you? Like, I remember um, somebody, like, I was watching the Buccaneers game, and somebody was like, let's go, Brady! And I'm like, who did you pay to say that? Like, <laughs> you, know, you know, either they paid somebody, they paid a bunch of people to make, like, crowd noises, or um, they took, like, footage from, like, a Patriots game or something. I don't know, but it's really tripping me up. Like, every time I watch it, I'm like, who is making these noises? Because then they pan to the, like, crowd seats, and you see they're, like, completely empty. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are there these noises? Like, what is happening? But Bots was Tom Brady recorded it himself. <laughs> it's Tom Brady. Like, <laughs> just posse on Zoom. <laughs> It's like, whoa! Um, <laughs> but on the other side of the spectrum, like earlier this year, I watched a UFC fight where nobody was there, 
And it was like creepy how quiet it was because you could just hear like how hard they were hitting each other and it was just like kind of disturbing. And it was really funny because one of the coaches was like yelling instructions at the fighter and the fighter did like the opposite of what he wanted him to do. And he was like, ah, that works. And you can <laughs> like, you can hear it like. Not that works. Uh, that works. Like, ah, uh, that works. <laughs> just dying because it was like he was the only guy in the room, and he was just like, mm, that works. And how the poor other guy must feel when he's just getting, like, the shit out of him, and you just hear, like, I imagine it's one thing to have, like, people, like, hearing and, like, screaming around you, because it just, like, it kind of, like, becomes, like, one noise, so it's easier mm-hmm. to tune out, but somebody being like, yeah, hit him in the eye, be <laughs> like, ah, don't hit me in the eye. And somebody being like, eh, just go for it. Just kick his ass. And you're just like, oh, no, I'm in trouble. <laughs> All right. That would, that's like something that happens, like, in the alleyway. Like, it's just you and one other person just fighting. Yeah. And, like, nothing else. Feels like you're getting murdered. <laughs> Straight up. But, Jesus. yeah, that's it. That was my segue into sports. I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> I just watch it for the hype. I think it's very dramatic sometimes. Mm-hmm. I live for dramatic sports. I wish sports was more dramatic sometimes. Like more, more dramatic music. Yeah, or even just like more, like I started watching hockey. I only really watched hockey when like the Blues were in the Stanley Cup, if that's what it's called, because like a lot of my friends are Blues fans, but. Mm-hmm. Like, the fights that break out in hockey, I was like, yes! <laughs> Every time. And I found out on Twitter, like, sometime after that, when a fight does break out, um, like, they put each player involved in the fight in, like, a penalty box. And um, the other players, in order to not also get penalties, like, a player from each team has to grab one person from the other team so they're just like hugging on the side. It's kind of cute. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, they're giving each other little hugs. But really, they're just following the rules. But in my mind, I'm like, little hugs. <laughs> For sure. But yeah. Kareem, you're a dude. Do you like sports? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love sports. No. It was really convincing. <laughs> <laughs> My only input on all of it, uh, sports is very weird right now. Uh, live sports at that is just very weird right now with the crowd being the way, the way it is with the screens and everything. It's just, that's all I have to say on that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I want to know. Like where you sign up to be one of the little Zoom characters in the NBA. Lovely. I feel like you have to pay for it. Probably. But I want to know what it up. Like, is it more than a real ticket, or is it less? I bet you it's probably like the same amount. But at the same time, like, why would you pay? Um, well, number one, why would you pay that much to just zoom into like a NBA game? Like, why wouldn't they? just like open that up for everybody like wouldn't they get more traffic and B, can you see the game like <laughs> like you just 
do you just pay to be on TV as like a CGI like crowd member? Like, I don't know. Like, it's, I don't know if that's worth it. It's through Microsoft Teams, it looks like. Um, and you have to like, they invite, yeah, it's exactly what it looks like. It's like 300, they invite 320 fans per game. And it's like sometimes people will like, they'll be like, Ugh! but it'll like freeze because it's Zoom, obviously. Yeah. And it's like now you just look goofy. So that's that's weird. I just like, I don't know. In my head, I I was feeling like it was like a Zoom meeting, but like the other person on the Zoom meeting was like playing a full ass basketball game. <laughs> For some reason, I thought it was like that, where they just zoomed you in and they just like pointed your camera at the thing and they took your footage later and like edited it in. But now I realize that that's like super impractical. But in my head, I was like, they just they bought tickets to this game and the people are like, well, we could just zoom with them. <laughs> but nope, I don't yeah. know why I thought that. But either way, the like three G, like CGI crowd members are both terrifying and awesome and I would love to be one. <laughs> yeah. I wonder like what are the rules like what do they tell you not to do? Yeah. Do it how much trouble would you get into? Like, yeah, they're like please keep your clothes on the whole time. <laughs> yeah but my thing is that if they kick you out like wouldn't you just be able to like make up a new name and like give them different, like a different email and just put on like a fake mustache and be like, it's not, that wasn't me. <laughs> so one, one game, uh, Lil Wayne was in attendance and like they caught him like smoking on his camera and like he like went away and smoked. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just had a little smoke coming up. Oh, poor Lil Wayne. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, Dead. I'm not like kicked out or anything. Yeah, shoot. What about um y'all been seeing like all these artists are like doing Instagram lives with each other? I haven't seen a lot of that bus oh, since uh Tory Lane. So we don't talk about him. But no, he definitely like wow. Season one of quarantine Tory Lanes, he was running quarantine for a minute. Like he really was. Yeah. Poor guy. That's crazy. Did you see he came out with like a statement about it where he was like, I got too drunk. And I was yeah. Like, I don't know. I get pretty drunk sometimes too. And I still haven't shot anyone ever. <laughs> exactly. Like, plus when you're drunk, you know what's going on. Like, yeah. Yeah, you're not, you're not fucked up. Yeah. And honestly, like, it'd be one thing if it was like an accident, but then. Megan was like straight up. <sighs> Megan was straight up like, "Yeah, you shot me. Like, <laughs> you weren't being nice about it. Like, you weren't too drunk. Like, you just straight up like hurt me, which I don't even understand the logic." And plus, wasn't he driving? Yeah, he was. I don't. So then he just admitted to drunk driving as well. Like, he yeah. did not help himself by saying that. Yeah, and I just the thing that just breaks my heart the most is that like Megan didn't snitch on him because she knew what was going on in the country at the time with police and you know he still like 
his whole team would just kind of drag her name through the mud. Just break my heart. Yeah, mad respect, mad respect for uh, Meg with that one. Yeah. She makes him look better. <laughs> yeah. You said what? I said she deserves better. Way better. Yeah. Agreed. So yeah. Hmm. So, yeah. Anything else? Hmm. Not I can think of. No. All right. I think we're gonna wrap the show there. Well. Thanks for tuning in to episode two of the barbecue. Um, do we want to do socials? Ah, yes. Okay. Okay, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Noel Walton underscore. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm really, really hungry. I'm so hungry. I need to make myself some food. Okay. You can find me on social media. Um, Find me on Instagram at Sir Kareem. You can find me on Twitter at Sorry Kareem because I'm very sorry that, you know, Sydney didn't eat yet. And also that that guy stole your handle. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, until that guy gives up the freaking handle. But yeah. 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 My handles are all Rachel.Zalucky um, because I'm still trying to look for a job. We'll see it. But um, yeah, cool. See you next week. Goodbye. Bye, guys.